Hey guys, I'm Darren. And I'm Pia. And welcome back to Head, Head and Heart 1313. 1313. Hey guys, what's up? It has been a little bit, right? Little Since minute. our last podcast? We've been a little busy. I mean, but yeah, we've been busy. What have we been busy with? Man, so me, I guess, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah. I have recently uh, become licensed and credentialed um, through the Assemblies of God as a licensed pastor. As a, Yeah, congratulations. I know. Big deal, I guess, right? It is a, it's a big deal. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it definitely took a lot of time. Took a minute. It, it took a lot of time in our family. It did. Um, took some Saturdays. Um, you worked Saturdays. hard. It's mm-hmm. been a long road. I mean, I guess we can go ahead and do like almost a mini life update. Okay. What else is going on? We are in the process of planting a church. Y'all, we are planting a church. We are. Belters Rock fam, if you're listening, we're planting a church in our near our cities. Near the cities, we are headed to Cannon Falls, Minnesota. Um, Minnesota, and anybody in Minnesota listening, and you know someone in the Cannon Falls area, let them know that Bethel's Rock is coming to Cannon Falls. We have started vision um, nights. We've got prayer meetings. We've got a schedule. We've mm-hmm. just got a whole lot of stuff that we're planning to do. So. Um, long story short, we've been busy, guys. We have been busy, but you know what? Don't fret because we know fully that Head and Heart 1313 is a vision that God has given us. Yes. It's a calling that God has given us as well. So yes. we don't plan on putting that calling down no time soon as well. We're going to continue to build it and do what God wants us to do with it. So we're excited about where that's going as well. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. We want to thank the um, listeners, those of you who support us that write reviews that rate us and share with other people we just thank you so much for your um your attention uh we don't take that lightly also special thanks to those of you who have tuned in to the last podcast Mm -hmm. we did where we talked about our baby journey some of you have reached out to me and let me know that you really appreciated some of the things that i said that was awesome um yeah it was pretty awesome and i just feel so grateful and honored that i was able to share my story um with the world essentially because yeah, <laughs> it was quite the the road the journey and a journey that we're still on but nevertheless let's mm-hmm. get started with today's podcast what are we talking about today yeah so of course when we think about topics that we're going to discuss with you we want to make sure that it's things that we've lived through things that we think are going to be of value to you guys so yeah. today we're going to be discussing disappointments and what to do when these disappointments come. Yeah, I think God really spoke to Darren and just gave him a few things that um, that has that has helped, that will help. And so these are the things that uh, God has given us. Oh, well, really, Darren, and hopefully they will be of some value and helpful to you as well. I will say that I am feeling really disappointed right now. Yeah? Yeah. You want to tell why? Man, okay. So, real quick, before we jump right into it, like, I was so happy to be six weeks out from my surgery that I was ready to get back to working out. And Mm -hmm. so, I did my workout on Monday, which was a good workout. Very excited about it. But then, later on, was it later on that evening or Tuesday? Mm Mm-hmm. 
I started feeling some pain. Later on Monday, I started feeling some pain and Tuesday I had pain all day and today I have a little pain and I'm disappointed because I thought I was ready to start back working out and I think I just kind of like re-aggravated mm -hmm. like something, you know, the healing process in my surgery. Like literally, I was just, I was disappointed about that. I'm like, man, it's been six weeks. <laughs> I should be ready to go. Yeah. But I have to recognize that um, I'm in a different place in my life, no longer, you know, in my 20s. Um, and so the healing process may look different. May. Uh, may. May, Look yes. different um, in my body as far as like just making sure I'm fully ready to do the workout. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I just started off a little too, too fast, a little too too much well, maybe a little ambitious maybe a little ambitious look i'm trying to look good for the summer it's a hot mom summer coming okay yeah, you already look good to me baby thank you yes and hopefully soon you'll be a hot pregnant mom and yes. that'll be the summer we're talking about yeah but hopefully <laughs> also at the end of this talk maybe you'll feel a little bit less disappointed and maybe feel better about how to handle those disappointments well talk to me absolutely so um, when I spoke to God about this and he kind of gave me some of these things, these this is not anything that I want to say is mind-blowing, but I think it's things that we may forget sometimes. And I think it's okay to us to remind ourselves of what God says about disappointments and what he told me. So I have 10 different things he's given us. Don't worry, it won't take long if you're taking notes. Number one is understand that God is with you. Mm -hmm. Throughout all the disappointments that we have in our life, God walks every single one of those steps with us as well. Yeah, uh, His words say he's never left us and he never has forsaken us as well. And I think sometimes we forget that that's truly the God that we serve and the God that's with us. That's truly the father that yes. we have. Yes. So God understands us and God is with us when, um, you know, when we're disappointed as well. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Number two. Jesus understands your disappointment as well. I think that it can sound redundant when I say God understands you and God is with you with your disappointments. And you say, well, God and Jesus, of course they are. We do believe in the Trinity over here, but we understand that Jesus was fully man when he walked the earth and he's also fully God. Every emotion that we have as humans, Jesus went through as well. So that means Jesus went through disappointments also. So he understands us. When we're disappointed i think that that's so important um not that the first one isn't important but i think it's just that it's so important for us to remember that jesus was fully man so that he did he did go through all these things with us so it's not like we're speaking to someone that doesn't understand we're not like crying out and right. and it's just in the air no mm -hmm. um when we are going through disappointments we know that Jesus went through this as well. So we are not walking in unfamiliar territory or he is not, um, he, he hasn't, it's familiar territory to him is what I'm trying to say. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I've heard, um, I think some of the, the elder people in my life tell me that, you know, Jesus lived a perfect life and people still tried him. So what makes me think that people won't try me? So it's the same with disappointments. If I have disappointments, I mean, then, of course, Jesus had those as well. And we're going to talk more about Jesus as well, because he's going to come back into this, into the follow a little bit later when we get further down the discussion. But we'll continue to go through. Uh, number three, if you're taking notes, is there's no growth without it. Without disappointments, you really won't understand the joys of life as mm. well. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no true growth in your in you. It, it really does strengthen you as well. Um I hate to always go back to the same scenario, but 
when a person who's trying to lose weight or trying to get stronger and they work out, it takes some time for them to do that. Yeah. They have to go through that. And there's no growth without it, without the pressing on, without the pushing of the weight, without the pushing the body to the limit, there's no growth without within the, the body. breaking or the tearing. Yeah, without the breaking the tearing of the muscle, yeah. there's no rebuilding of that to make it stronger. So without disappointment coming to your life, you you really don't grow with it without it. And when something does happen, then you just fall and you crumble at the first sight of something small. You know, it's so important to go through this and, and not only just go through it for me as an adult, it's teaching my kids the same thing. Yeah. Um, teaching them That's like when good. they're learning a new concept and work and it's hard. And um, I'll just speak about our oldest right now. She is a whiz with math but when she comes to a new concept sometimes it can be frustrating to her and she gets disappointed because she's like i was so good at this and now i'm not i'm like you're still good at it this mm -hmm. is just a new concept and you've got to got to learn that this is an area of growth for you you don't know all of the things to know in this particular section so now we're going to learn them piece by piece and you're going to be disappointed that you don't get it right the first time but it's going to push you to work harder so that you can get it and you will too then master that area it's something that we have to teach our kids it's, it's just important that they know that otherwise you know is it is it is this the part where we talk about participation trophies like can, yeah go with it go with it because i was thinking it <laughs> like like no participation trophies okay no. um i okay i can go back and forth mm -hmm, i know you know the, I, the mom and you wants to color me, a little bit i want you to have because you tried right <laughs> you, you really try but here's the thing you you gotta learn what it feels like to lose. Yeah, man, do better <laughs> and work harder. And actually, what do we say in our family? You say you win. We say you win or you learn. Yes. We don't say win or lose in yep. the Coleman household. We say win or learn. Yeah. What did you learn from this? Right. When we take an L, it doesn't stand for loss. It stands for a lesson. It stands for a lesson. We learned something, and so um, dis yeah. disappointments can bring that that L into your life. But it's something from you to, for you to learn from and for you to lean on God with yeah man you know i love sports as well and i've been like looks looking at this old back because i'm a i'm a huge kobe bryant fan yeah and i've been looking back at this like old stories of people telling the stories about kobe bryant and if anybody remembers one of the small stories when he first got into the league he shot some some air balls in a game like i think the last game of the season against the utah jazz and we all know who Kobe Bryant is now because he continued to try. But he will go out and tell you, and other people will tell you, that he used those moments like that, those air balls that he shot, those disappointments as motivation to continue to go forward so he can grow into the person he is today. So the disappointments that come into your life yeah. are opportunities for you to grow into a bigger and a better person that God can now use even further because you're not so weak, I guess, in a lack of a better term. Um, to be used. God can now trust you to go forward and to persevere and to have that grit about you as well. So don't shy away from disappointments as well. That's good. That's mm -hmm. so good. Oh, you know, let's keep going because I can <laughs> go, I can talk to you about grit, but I don't, I don't want to waste too much time, but let's keep going. Okay. So number four, uh, God still works through disappointment, which is kind of what we talked about here. You know, how God can use those disappointments in your life to grow you as well. Uh, one of the scriptures that we'll take you to, to kind of maybe hopefully plant this a little bit closer, is Malachi 3, 7. And that says, since the days of your fathers, you have turned from my statues. You have not kept them. 
return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of armies. That part where God can still use your disappointment is if you turn back to him. When these disappointments happen to you, don't run away from God. Run back to him. Run to him as well. And then that's the, that way you will see how God can use those disappointments to work through things as well with you. Yeah, well, that reminds me of the verse um, about, you know, how God uses um, things to work together for our good. Oh, he yeah. uses those things mm -hmm. to, to work for the good in our lives. And the thing about that is, is um, we can always, it's easy. Mm -hmm. it's easy to find all the bad things it's easy to go down the rabbit hole of this was bad this is horrible it's never going to get any better blah 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 yeah. the harder work is going to god turning to him leaning on him pouring out your heart mm -hmm. um of thanksgiving first and then um talking to him he already knows what's going on but it still yeah. wants you to talk to him about it mm -hmm. talking with him um on the situation and then allowing him to use that and sh and sh and and have him reveal to you what good came out of it yeah point here it is mm -hmm. i did not want to go have the surgery that I had. We wanted to have the surgery, but let me just tell you, it was not something that I really just wanted to do. Who wants to go have surgery? Right. Okay. So that's just the thing. Here's the thing. It was something bad for me, but God used it um, for, for my good. Absolutely not only did. am I able to see uh, the fullness of his healing that he did in my life, the miracle of that, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go back and listen to our podcast mm -hmm. on a baby journey so you can hear that testimony. But um, also just being able to speak on it and then having people relate to it and tell me that, hey, you inspired me. Mm -hmm. Hey, that was really good. I, I, I felt so good hearing this about your situation and, um, you know, just yeah. knowing that it was an encouraging word. He used something that I was ashamed of, that I was upset about, that I was disappointed in, and he turned it into a way for me to not only testify to his goodness, his healing miracle that he did in my life, but also serve as an encouraging word to other women out there that yep. have gone through it or going through it or have something similar happen in their lives. And it was just amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't say anything else on that. You put, you put a <laughs> pin in that one. So that's great. Number, we'll move on. Number five, when we put our trust in people or circumstances, that's when we become disappointed. So we should put our trust solely in God because that's what God wants it at. What I'm saying to you is that if you get to a point in your life where you're starting to look to your wife or your husband or your children, or you start looking to circumstances like the, great, the good job you have or how much money you have in your bank account or how much money you don't have in your bank account, those circumstances, that's when you become disappointed because people naturally are flawed. Mm -hmm. People naturally will let you down. Mm -hmm. Even when they're not trying to, they will disappoint you. Mm -hmm. So if you find yourself, um, wow, I can't believe such and such did this, or I can't believe this person did this, or we've talked about, I won't name any names, but like certain pastors that have come out and you've seen faulty things happen, or certain people who you held at a high standard yeah. did something that let you down. Now you're disappointed in them, and now you're questioning your faith or whatever you used to believe. Yeah, That's because your faith 
and your trust was not in God solely. And God wants our faith to be solely in him. So trust in God and not put your trust in people because that's when you create an idol and you put people or things or circumstances in, God, in a place where God should be. You know, and I agree with that. I want to know, do you think we should like explain that a little more? Because here's the thing. Okay. I trust you. Yes, you do. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're not saying like, don't trust your spouse. We're not saying mm -hmm. don't, don't, you know, trust people in general, what we're saying. And I think you said it, which is a much better way of saying it. Don't put your, your, your full faith. Yes. Like in livelihood in something that is flawed. This right. world is flawed. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not trusting or putting my faith that, um, you know, our job is going to take care of yeah. us up until the day we die. That's just not no. how it works, you know? And, 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 oh my gosh, like mm. people, listen, <laughs> mm. I love people, mm. but oh my gosh, they have been some of the biggest disappointments. Yeah. I, I would honestly <laughs> say if you kept up with the news at all within the last year, you will have seen people being yep. flawed. Yes. Okay. And I'm not saying that as a judgment because I'm flawed myself, mm -hmm. but I'm just saying on a national scale, yeah, man. I have been watching flawed people. I'm like, wow, that was so disappointing. You may have been disappointed this past year in people. And I just want to encourage you that, hey, know that there is sin in this world and yes. that sin is working in the lives of people that are around us, um, that are in our city, that are in our neighborhood. And we must trust fully in the God who created us, that there is redemption for them, that they can uh, be made new, mm -hmm. that their minds can be renewed, and that they can grow from wherever they are. Absolutely. Look, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've disappointed Darren. Um, there you go. I mean, you ain't got to be so loud with no. it. I mean, Not what I was okay, trying to do. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, nah, I'm messing. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like I may have even disappointed him this week. Mm -hmm. I just think that um, it's so important, like what you said, that we trust God and we know that um, his plan right. for us. Absolutely. His plan mm -hmm. is great. Absolutely. And see, I was thinking the same thing because we love each other fully, yeah. you know, but there's plenty of times where I've disappointed you and vice versa, but we still love each other, but we can let each other down. And just to drive it home a little bit, bit more, how many of you at home or listen to this have ever done something and you disappointed yourself? Oh my God. I've been disappointed in myself millions oh of times, a bunch gosh. of times. Literally. It happens. Yes. You know, so how, how are we going to, you know, put people in a place where God's supposed to be when I, I, I myself have disappointed myself. So surely somebody who's not me can disappoint me. <laughs> exactly. I think honestly, was it yesterday? I came downstairs to apologize to Darren for something that I had did. And it was because I said, you know, that's on me. And it was a disappointment. It was a moment during the day where I was doing something. I was like, you know what? That's on me. And I was disappointed in myself. And I came down and I apologized to Darren because it affected our family. And I feel like in those those times like you're exactly right how dare we put people in a high enough position like how can you disappoint me when we disappoint ourselves quite often probably yeah i know i'm not the only one no of course not of course not yeah all right so let's move on we're halfway done here we're on number six if you're taking notes you are not alone 
that's number six recognize you're not alone because that's a trick of the Satan to make you think that you're the only person that's going through something right now. You're yeah. the only person that's disappointed in people or in circumstances. Recognize that you're not alone. There's plenty of people around you that I'm pretty sure are disappointed or have been disappointed or dealing with disappointments. And not only that, but the Bible is written with a bunch of people in there who are disappointed, who made mistakes and are disappointed with how people treated them as well. Uh, you could think about, uh, was it, was it, was it, was it David? Who kept running from the king because his king kept trying to kill him? King saw, yeah, he yeah. was trying to kill him, and um, yeah, it was that's that right. could be a disappointing yeah, a moment disappointment. for David because he's like, man, I served you, I've never done anything against you, and you know now right. you're just mad because I'm supposed to be the new king. Like it was, it, he it was, was disappointed in that moment. I could, I, I know because one, you expect so much from mm -hmm. a king. You know, yeah. you expect them to behave a certain way or to to hold a certain um, value, right. a, a, a core values or something. And so, yeah, mm. so I know that he dealt with uh, disappointment. And, and you're right. You're not alone. Yeah, man, this whole Bible is filled with people who have dealt with it from Abraham and Sarah to having to wait until their late 80s and late 90s to have a baby. All for God to try to sacrifice them. Oh, we know how that works. So guys, a ram in the bush. But and not only that, but think about Jesus in of himself. His whole life, he lived a pure, perfect life, and he still had to go to the cross for sins. And I'm pretty sure he wasn't happy about that. Pretty sure he was at some disappointments for our sins. For our sins. For our sins. You know, and and, and then of course the story about, about the disciples who couldn't pray. Why he was getting the Garden of Gethsemane, you know, getting tempted by Satan. He's like, you can't even pray with me for a few hours, man. He was disappointed. Yeah, I know that there the the Bible talks about people and their their moments of disappointments, but the 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 point we're trying to make is mm -hmm. you're not alone. No, you're not. Um and anytime you see people dealing with things or not dealing with things, you just see like the pictures and stuff like that. I think I've said this before. Um one of the things um and and people have said it many different ways when you look at like Facebook or you look at Instagram or anything mm -hmm. like that, whatever. What do you do when people, we teach kids from the get go to take a picture. What do we say? Smile. That yep. is what you tell them. You don't say look disappointed, look sad, mm. look angry. You say smile. So every, so when you're seeing pictures and people are smiling, they're just doing what we naturally do. It's yep. not a real depiction of how they're actually, how their day is going or how their life is going in that season. And so we must always remember that and pray for the people that, um, that are going through disappointments. Yes. Pray for people that you, when you never see them dealing, you know, like, what do they say? Pray for your strong friends because you don't know what they're dealing with. Mm. There's people that are never tell you that they're going through hard times. And so we have yeah. to have a mindset to be in um, consistent prayer for our friends, for our neighbors, and for the people that are around us. Yes, absolutely. Now, hopefully those were helpful to you. These last four hopefully will be maybe kind of like some techniques of what to do when you're dealing with disappointment. So number seven, you should fully submit to God. Fully submit to God when you're going through these things. Let's take you to James 4, verse seven. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. That first part, submit to God. You have to submit to God before you can resist the devil. You don't resist the devil first and then submit to God. Submit to God first because he's with you. Like we talked about earlier, he never left you, never forsaken you. He knows what you're going through. Submit to him. He then will make the devil flee from you. 
Yeah, and so I think that's I think that's perfect. I really don't have anything to add to mm-hmm. that. I I we try to do so many things on mm-hmm. our. Um, and I, I'm adding, huh? No, that's okay. <laughs> we try to do so many things in, in our own will and our willpower, but there's no power in our will, mm-hmm. which is why we submit to God's will for our lives. There's power, and mm-hmm. He um, He empowers us yes. to do things, and so we just have to remember submit to God. Oh yes, absolutely. So fully submit to God. Number eight, after you've submitted to God, trust in God. Trust in God fully and don't forget the promises of God. Uh, this book of the Bible has so many promises that God has given to us. I've started a um, a kind of a, not even a recent tradition because I used to do it way back in the day, but I've started redoing it now because I want to go back to foundational things in a sense. And I've started going through the first 14 verses of Deuteronomy chapter 14. Because mm-hmm. that's all the promises that God has given us if we fully submit to God. And God says how we'll be the head, not the tail. We'll be placed above only and not beneath. The lenders of many nations are not the borrower. All these things that God says to us in that book alone. And of course, throughout the Bible as well, how we're fearfully and wonderfully made. All these things. Remember and rehearse the, the promises that God has given us because Satan will bring disappointments into your life, hoping that you forget the promises of God. Absolutely. This past uh, Mother's Day, our uh, the women uh, at our church gave out like this journal mm-hmm. and our um, pastor, Heather, the first lady of our church, she said that she keeps a journal of the promises um, that God has given her. And she keeps the promises from the she writes down Bible verses and, and just so she can keep those in in her view, in her eyesight. And, and for me, I think that's so important for us to remember to trust in God. And like you said, the Bible is full of promises. We need that. Yes. We need to know those promises because we need to be able to dispute the lies mm-hmm. that come. And you can't do that if you don't know what the Bible says. Yep, absolutely. Now, number nine, it's not just for you. Mm. The disappointments that you're dealing with are not just for you and because of you. And you kind of hinted at it earlier when you were speaking about, um, you know, going through, you know, the pregnancy journey and how many people you've been able to, you know, hopefully encourage through that statement. That's what I mean by it not being just for you. Sometimes things come in your life, disappointments come in your life and you have to walk through them and you have to deal with them. And after you've dealt with them, now you get to relate to so many more people. Now you Mm -hmm. get to help so many other people out as well. Um, so like like your situation as well, what you said, I mean, now you get to relate to people who have been you know, possibly struggling with pregnancies or are going through surgeries in general as well. Just women in general, you get to talk into their life and speak into their life uh, because of some of the disappointments I've had in my life. I get to understand um, the plight of young men who didn't have fathers growing up. I, I understand that because I, I lived through it. And that's one of the same things you mentioned her earlier, how God would use um, those, turn those things that were for bad and turn them for good for those who love the Lord. The disappointments you go through, don't think that it's just for you and because of some suffering that you had to go to through. Because, again, think about it. If Jesus didn't go through the disappointment of the cross for us, then where would we live, be left with today? We'd all be living this life going honestly to damnation. And it would be horrible for us. But he dealt with that disappointment. So we get to do the same thing. God would turn disappointments around, not just for our benefit, 
but so we can bless other people as well and help them walk through their own disappointments. Yeah, I think that's good. That's that's so good. It's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think we can close it out with number 10. So this is basically what you should do when the disappointment comes, because all the other stuff is all well and good, but disappointments are going to continue to come because God and Jesus told us they would come. Yeah. So what you should do when disappointment hits you first mourn it, take some time to just sit in it and say, okay, that sucked. I'm good at that. That sucked, and I don't like it. I don't like the way it made me feel. However, for some reason, I need to feel this right now. And maybe you can grow from it. I don't know if you want to speak more to if that benefits you or how you deal with that. But I think that's the first good step to do is just sit in and mourn it. You know, for me, when I do, when I am going through things, um, I do have to sit in it. I can't just. I'm not a quick turnaround person. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that that was terrible. Let me go ahead and 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 move on. I do sit in it, but the thing about sitting in it, you have to put a time limit on it. Absolutely. You have to. And I put a time limit on mine. I don't sit in it for days. No. I sit in it for a specific time and I deal with and I process those emotions. You have to know that our emotions are nothing, not a surprise to God. He gave them to us. Mm-hmm. Now we just need to learn how to manage them. We need to learn how to steward them. I think that's a better, that's better good. word, you know? And so I sit there and I process and I steward and then I move on to the next step. I don't want to say something if it's the next step. So no, it may be the next step because I think it probably is, which is after you mourned it, now you want to evaluate and okay. adjust your expectation. That's good. No, that was not the next step I had. Okay. So talk about that. Yeah. So basically what I mean by that is now you've said in you morning, now you want to kind of see, okay, why was I even disappointed in the first place? Why did it make me feel this way? You're evaluating your feelings. Why did this happen? And why did it make me feel the way it made me feel? Felt, excuse me. And then you want to adjust your expectation because maybe you'll find out in that moment that maybe you had unreal expectation. And the thing that I think about sometimes about that is the thing we just went through, you know, with the pregnancy um, surgery that we just had. You know, our expectation was that God would miraculously heal you without the surgery. Mm-hmm. However, the expectation was incorrect. But that was not an unrealistic expectation. No, not at all. It that was just was, ours. It was just when we got to the point where we realized okay god is moving us in a different direction Mm -hmm. um not the direction that we were going to go it was disappointing and Mm -hmm. we mourned it i mourned it monthly okay (laughs) but i literally i I had to take time to mourn that even after i was like okay i think we should do this and we set up the appointment it was still like a month or two Mm -hmm. from the time i set the appointment to the time we actually got there that i mourned that okay this is now what we have to do and we adjusted correct our expectation after that absolutely because there's still miracles there as well it was still miracles there. absolutely and then after you've done that the last step is what you may have been ready to say is just get moving now it's time to put your big boy pants on and dust yourself off and get back in the game yeah like you said you put a time limit on it so you don't want to stay mourning forever and evaluating and adjusting forever you it's time for you to get back in the game because life keeps turning um, that's one of the first things that I, I mentioned, uh, excuse me, I mentioned that I noticed, uh, when my mother passed away and as you, anybody who has lost anybody who was significant to them, you know how disappointing that is. 
And one of the first things I noticed is that the world didn't stop. It kept on turning and people kept going about their days. Now, I'm not sitting here and being insistent and telling you that you can't mourn that maybe a little bit longer because I get it because I still mourn that from time to time myself. But I also recognize that my wife needs me to be a husband. My kids need me to be a father and I still need to be able to provide or do the things that God wants to use me to do to provide financially. So I can't just call up in a ball and stay there for too long. Yeah. And I think honestly, that's a good that's a good thing because that was a disappointment. Yeah. That was a true disappointment. We had been praying for a miraculous healing mm-hmm. and it was a disappointment that she passed away. Correct. Yes. Processing that, mourning that and going through the grief process that was very very difficult mm-hmm. is very difficult. Um you still we had to then adjust mm-hmm. our expectation. Yes. And and what we what we thought was going to happen. Yeah. She's healed. Fully. Absolutely she's healed. <laughs> um not in the way we thought she was going to be healed. Correct. And that still for me and I feel like for you too oh, yeah. is a big disappointment. <laughs> um but we are now like you said, you had to get up and you had to move because the world didn't stop mm-hmm. going. And God uses this situation for you to be able to um, recognize the disappointment and the hurt in others when they lose a lost one. Absolutely. And then when they lose a loved one and mm-hmm. and be able to um, extend grace yep. and, and prayer and covering over them during their process of grief. It, it was something... Yeah. Yeah, man. I always say that's the part of life that nobody likes, you know, the death part, you know, and it's the the club nobody wants to be a part of. But eventually we'll all be a part of it some way or another. We'll find somebody we love and they will leave because we're all going. We're all on that trip eventually. But you're absolutely right, though, because now I have this this ability that I, that God has given me to remember where I was when that happened. Mm-hmm. So now I can relate to people. I understand what they're dealing with a lot of times. Now, I won't say every time, but a lot of times, and I understand it's nothing I can say to make them feel better because mm-hmm. I've been through that. Mm-hmm. I know. So now I can just say, you know, I'm not going to ask you how you're doing because I know how you're doing, but how are you coping? How are you, are you, are you waking up every day and are things getting slightly Okay, are you able to walk today? Can <laughs> you know, you, can you eat something? Right, because can you those, eat something today? Those yeah. are important things. Like, uh, you know, when you're dealing with disappointments, when you're dealing with grief in particular, those are one of those. Those are just the things that you deal with. Like, um, like, y- I you're going to be sad. Yeah, and I can't move you out of that sadness. Nope. But I need you. You got to eat something. Yes. this week. You right. know, it's kind of like one of those things. So, so yeah, we, we've become familiar with being able to check in on people considering, concerning, um, that specific topic. Absolutely. Absolutely. So those are the things that I believe God has given me, hopefully to help you guys with disappointment that comes to our life because it's inevitable. Hopefully you guys have gained something from it and have learned something from it. Um, and hopefully it was a blessing to you as well. Well, yeah, it was mm-hmm. a blessing to me because <laughs> as I talked about earlier about my disappointments, I am reminded that um, I'm going to process this. And, it, and that was something horrible. Last night was very difficult because I was in a lot of pain. And I think I even shed a few tears because it was just really, really disappointing because I'm just like, I'm ready to be done. 
because now I'm trying to have a baby and I need my body to be stretching in the, it's going to be stretching in the way, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to still feel this pain. I thought we'd move past that. So I'm mourning that part in the fact that I won't be able to work out because I really wanted to, <laughs> to slim down a little bit and I'm reevaluating. I'm adjusting my expectation. My expectation now is to not, um, to not, I mean, to be okay and recognize that I might need a little longer in this process um, before I go into heavy workouts. Mm -hmm. And um, and I'm okay with that. Yep, absolutely no shame in that at all. No, and I'm going to move forward. There you go. That's right. So that's it for today, guys. Hopefully, again, this has been a blessing to you, and we just appreciate you guys so much. Is it okay if we pray? Yeah, all do right. it. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray, Lord, that this um, podcast, this message will go forth, Lord, and reach people that are dealing with disappointments because we know every single day we wake up is an opportunity that Satan will present to us for us to be disappointed. We pray, Lord, that we lean to you, that we run back to you, as we mentioned earlier, Lord God, and not run from you, Lord God, that we recognize that you understand, that Jesus understands, that Jesus went through disappointments, that we're not by ourselves, that we remember all these things and all the promises you have for us, Lord God. And that you just touch people and remind people how much you love them and that you're with them, Lord, when they're going through these tough times and when they're going through these disappointments. Lord, God, I ask you to build up marriages that are, that are disappointed as well and relationships that are disappointed, Lord God. And we just give you praise, honor, and glory as we put you in your rightful place and do not put anybody in the place where you're supposed to be. We love you, Lord. We give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, Jesus amen. Name. Amen. All right, guys. We will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.